All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast. A day after edition. Looking forward to this one. Part of the 247 Sports Network. And, of course, inside the Rebels. Sitting here on a Friday morning, June the 24th, a day after your Ole Miss Rebels punched their ticket to the College World Series National Championship Series, which is crazy. Man, yesterday was so crazy. That, that, was, that was a lot of fun. And you know what else has been fun for me? You know, the aftermath of yesterday and and seeing all my friends, you know, try to, to grab tickets and, you know, grab hotel rooms and everybody's planning to get up there. I um, wish I could get there. I do. I hate that I'm going to miss it. Uh, but I mentioned this yesterday, headed to vacation with the family starting Saturday. And this is the big family vacation heading down there with, uh, with the in-laws and we'll pack together. Oh gosh. How many of us is it total 14, 15 people, something like that, but uh, we'll have a good time looking forward to it. And I'll be following it from down there at the beach. But yesterday was a big day. Uh, happy for the players, the coaches, for Mike Bianco, for for all of it. The big takeaway, though, for me, there's there's a thousand stories that came out of yesterday, and you know there's there's plenty to write about, um, individual players or storylines or coaches, you know, or, or any of that. There's there's you could just you could just pick any of them. There's there's a ton of stories. But what Dylan DeLucia did yesterday is, is off the charts unbelievable. Early in the year, I didn't even know if he would be a part of this. You know, he was, wasn't throwing the ball great. Um, and, I, and, I, and I might be overdoing that some. I'd have to go back and look at his numbers. But he was being used out of the bullpen. And uh, he wasn't producing results in that role like you would you weren't expecting anything from you weren't ex- expecting a big year you weren't even expecting anything and uh, the way that story goes he's more comfortable as a starter and uh, had said something along the lines to Mike Bianco that if he got a, a shot in the starting rotation he wasn't coming back to the bullpen and then you know long story short here you look back at the end of the year you know, like I said, there's so many stories that are unbelievable with this team from an individual standpoint, from a team standpoint. To be 7-14, and 14, to be dead last in the SEC. They were dead last in the SEC. To now playing for a national championship. To somebody like Dylan DeLucia that did not have a great start to the year. To not only work himself into the starting rotation, to not only be successful, to have some wins, but then to do that and to be that. He was lights out and has been lights out for a while now. Uh, what was the stat? The first College World Series SEC shutout, was it since 93 or something like that? And we're talking 25-plus years here, pushing 30 years. That was unbelievable. That was That was unbelievable. Um, I wish that had been game one of the of the Natty series. <laughs> that would have been awesome. But uh, let's not get greedy here. You figure it out once you get there. And just circumstances were what they were. 
They needed him to start a game to get there. And man, did that guy deliver. If we did the show on, I don't know if I want to do this completely. Um, I'll do a top 10 show of top 10 performances in Ole Miss history. And I'll give it more time than I have available today. But if you did that, I mean, we're talking, you know, back in the day, Archie Manning's game that we all talk about all the time. Um, somebody mentioned the other day on the board, the Gerald Glass game. Remember the night with him and Chris Jackson, the double OT game? I mean, you're the, the Pomeranz game. And I believe it was a regional final back in the day. Um, this is up there for me, considering the stage. All right, let's let's remove for a minute how big the sport is, because if we do that, then everything's weighted towards football. And you're talking about Dexter, what he did against Tennessee, uh, but that's a that's a regular season game. You know the Chad Kelly games. What Delusia did yesterday, you could make a very good argument that is the best single-game performance in the history of this school ever. Any sport, any time, ever. To do it on that stage, to get to the College World Series, and to throw like that, to throw up a goose egg, four-hit shutout, that, that was off the charts. So hats off to him. And I am happy about this too. Um, I'm not going to do a story on Arch Manning, but you know, the, the story had come out early in the day that he was headed to Texas, that he officially committed. And you guys should have been prepared by now. You know, I think, I don't know if David caught any grief. I, I know I caught a little bit of speaking so definitively that he was going somewhere else, but that was just the word that was out there. But um, that news comes out on the morning of, the biggest baseball game in school history. So I didn't, I, I wasn't a, a huge fan of that coming out the same day that happened. But at the same time, I wish him well at Texas. I hope things work out for him there. I'm sure he has his reasons why he's going there as far as fit or whatever, whatever those reasons are. No, no reason to get into it. But if you remember the day for a lot of you, when Peyton chose to go to Tennessee, at least with this, it feels different because you were more prepared. And then on top of that, you have that game at the end of the day that is what you're going to remember from yesterday. When you look on down the road, it, it won't be anything like the Peyton thing. But wish him well. But I was happy Ole Miss was able to follow up the rest of the day and to pull that off. That's what you're going to think about. Um, after the game was over, Mike Bianco was asked about him, about his staff, the coaches, and obviously this is about the players and yesterday's about the players, but this man was not going to be the head coach at Ole Miss next year. If they don't get a regional bid, they're the last team to get in by accounts out there. And now they're doing this. I'm very happy for him. So there's a personal level to this. He was asked in his post game about what this meant for him and his staff. So he, at that time, you have to give an answer on it. And here's what he had to say. Just so cool. You know, they, uh, uh, a lot of, you know, special na you know, national media, I, I, and this is not throwing stones, but I don't know why, you know, they don't get more credit than they do. I mean, they're, they're, this is the best staff that we've ever had. Uh, and we've had some great ones. 
you know, we've had some great coaches come through, but I, I don't remember ever having uh, and feel as comfortable as I do with with my guys. Uh, and you know, last the longest tenured assistant coach in the Southeastern Conference. I mean, he's been with me since 2006. He played for me my first year in 2001. So, um, you know, just just a cool moment. You 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 work so hard. It's all about the players. Your question was asked, you know, so it is, this is their moment. Uh, and you know, you never want to, you know, uh, take away from that, but this is what we do for a living. And, uh, it's, it's, it's great. We're so blessed to do it, uh, but it's not easy and it's a lot of hard hours. And, you know, we've talked so much about this year, you know, that's, that's our year too, you know? And, uh, and so, you know, to get to this moment, it's pretty cool, you know, uh, you know, and, and, in your occupation. All right. That was Mike Bianco yesterday. And I am very happy for him yesterday, post game, right after the game, when asked about it, happy for him. And look, let's look at the significance of this game. Then we'll, we'll, we'll break down Oklahoma later and we'll get into that. And I, I need really another podcast for that. And I know Jared's putting out a ton of that content already, but I'm, you know, I love baseball. I'm a baseball guy, baseball family, baseball kids. Um, I was very happy for Mike, but other than the national championship game, we're living in the day and age of this transfer portal thing. And uh, I have a little different view of this now, just from a kid that's coming through the recruiting process and looking at different places and that sort of thing. I mean, Ole Miss has made an investment there. And what they're doing with the stadium is going to be terrific. Uh, it's not a, it's not the, it's not duty noble. It's not what state did with the um, minor league ballpark basically being built. But it's one of the top five stadiums in the country. I mean, look, and I've talked to a, a couple of of the bigger prospects, bigger than my kid, like national guys that have literally seen everything in the SEC. This is what they would tell you. When you go to state, walk in that stadium, there's a lot of awe there in terms of what that place is like. For Ole Miss, when you walk in that player facility, it's the same thing on that end of it. What they built with the player facility beside the stadium, with the locker rooms, with the training facilities, with with all of the things that go into that, the best in the country. And they are primed now for, in this transfer portal era, to really capitalize on this. Looking ahead, who wouldn't want to transfer there? And I know Delusia wasn't a portal kid, he's a Juco kid, but as a transfer kid, and you look at what Gaddis did, wanted to pitch in Omaha, and he gets a chance to start. There's going to be significant turnover from this year to next, but if you're a transfer portal kid out there right now, I, this is the perfect time for the program and for Mike Bianco to be sitting in this position. Look, the school is already attractive to baseball kids, and with maybe the new scholarshiping that's coming Soon, I think that's going to be very soon in, in terms of doing the more full scholarshiping of baseball players. That program is in prime position to really do something. But that's long-term. Short-term, cross your fingers what's about to happen here in the National Championship Series. Oklahoma with a, 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 a I would say, a similar road to get here. They didn't have the valley that Ole Miss had in the middle of the year. But they weren't a regional host. They weren't a super regional host. On paper, I'm looking at Warren Nolan this morning. Ole Miss is actually favored rather significantly, almost 60-40. But that doesn't take into account the pitching situation. 
I mean, you're not going to get Delucia in game one or two. We would see what he would give in game three. This is just my opinion. Knowing how that kid has been all year and what everyone says about him, I would be stunned if he doesn't start game three if we get there. I'd be stunned. And I'd also be stunned if he didn't throw very well. Couldn't do what he did last night. Uh, I can't imagine that. But could he give them five or six innings on short rest and get them there? You know what I mean? Yes, he could do that. But they got to get there. I'm not sure what they're going to do with the starting situation. I haven't seen that yet if it's been reported. But uh, it's not an easy decision. Do you do you move Hunter to game one? I think that's likely. Or do you leave him in his normal role so he gets – also an extra day of rest and you start someone else game one and then you go your two studs game two and three. It's almost like you backload this thing. Hey, let them throw their ace game one. Maybe we can steal it, but even if we don't, they burnt that guy. Now you're about to see our two best against your two and three. So there's several different ways you can look at this and how you can go about it. And I don't know if there's any just one great answer, one perfect answer, uh, but we'll see what they do. But yesterday was awesome. The whole, the jello shots thing, I, I can't believe that thing took a life of its own. That guy, that, the, whatever bar that is, I did the math on this. That's over $100,000 worth of jello shots for, for, the, for the week. Uh, that's craziness. But you had that, you had everything that goes along with Omaha. You had Delucia yesterday. You had Kevin Graham coming up with a huge hit. Just the whole thing. And yeah, I you were nervous. I, I know you were. Um, I was nervous. I had people texting me the whole game, family texting me the whole game, friends that some were there. And, uh, you know, you're biting your fingernails. But to be the last school to get in this thing and to now have a shot in a best of three series to call yourself a national champion um, is just off the charts. So hopefully we get a hopefully we get a good weekend. I mean, it's been one heck of a run. You're two wins away. I mean, you're two wins away. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I need to dive into before we get out of here. I don't think, other than just if you go on social media, all the Ole Miss stuff that's everywhere, all the people that are that are tweeting about it, that are talking about it. Um, I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere. But uh, but happy for Ole Miss, happy for for the team, for the coaches, and look for the fans. You guys have been and look, and I know this draws out huge emotions. I don't get mad at fans if y'all get crazy. I get it, I really do. I mean, you care about baseball, and most places, a lot of places, they do not. And then when there's not success there, I mean, I know you get frustrated. Won a ton of games, but haven't been able to just get over the hump. And so, and that's, we're talking a lot of years here. So for everybody involved, I'm very happy for the fans, for the media, for the, the players, for the coach, for all of it. And hopefully there's still two more wins left in there somehow. And, and they can come out of Omaha as uh, as your 2022 national champions. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. Always enjoy doing the podcast. Man, yesterday was fun. Had a chance to sit here with the family and just take all that in. Uh, that was fun. That was fun. You guys have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy some baseball this weekend. 
and hopefully it's a good one. This is Chris Brooks on the Rebels 247 Podcast and the 247 Sports Network with Inside the Rebels. We'll talk to you later.